Welcome to Grace in the Shadows. This is Dr. Marla Beeler and Dr. J. Dr. Jonathan Beeler. Well, hello, everybody. Hope you are doing well today. We want to give a quick shout out to Wirtz. And I hope I said that right. Yeah. Virginia. Yes, yes. Yes, Wirtz, Virginia. They are in the foothills of the of, mountains. Yeah, of the mountains. So we're so excited to have you listening. Thank nice. you so much. Yes. All right. Well, you can check us out at graceintheshadowsor.org. You can text or call 251-244-4645. Or you can email us at drjonathan at graceintheshadowsor.org. Why did the invisible man turn down a job offer? I have no idea. He couldn't see himself doing it. Oh, wow. I've got another good one. You ready? I'm, I'm sure you do. Okay, go ahead. I once saw a one-handed man in a second-hand store, and I told him, I don't think they have what you're looking for, sir. That They just get worse and worse. <laughs> that was bad. Now, here's another one. Oh, no. We'll get okay. three today. Oh, wow. Since we're going into the weekend. Okay. Yes, I'm sure that will excite everyone. What do you call a sad cup of coffee? Well, I would never think a cup of coffee would be sad. Depresso. <laughs> that's so uh, bad it's funny that we got a little chuckle uh, all right well today in history today when we are recording this it is february the 23rd 2024 shout out to my best friend robin tomorrow's her birthday oh happy, happy birthday, birthday robin. robin anyway today in history in 1896 the tootsie roll Ooh. was introduced by Leo Hirschfield. Do you like Tootsie Rolls? I used to, yeah. Yeah. I still yeah. do. I like but... Tootsie Pops. you like Tootsie Pops? Yeah. Yeah, those were good. All right. Also, in 1945, the U.S. Marines raised the American flag in Iwo Jima. Nice. And finally, in 1997, Scottish scientists announced the successful cloning of a sheep. Remember the sheep's name? Ah. Dolly. Dolly. Dolly the sheep, yeah. Dolly, Dolly. Okay. Well, today we are going to be talking about the Proverbs 31 woman. Yes. Yes, we are. She is very special. I think uh, this is your your uh, scripture, right? Your well, yeah. chapter? Uh, well, you're Proverbs 31. Oh, no. Oh, I see what yeah. you're saying. No, yeah. no, no, no. I am definitely not the Proverbs 31. Okay. Well, I think so. You're well, close to it. Yeah. You're very sweet. You're very sweet. Do you want me to read the chapter? Well, or the verses, or do you want to? Or Well, we can, you know, this is kind of your thing, but I'm kind okay. of going to jump in too. But, okay. Uh, well, I'll You want to read like the first few scriptures? Yeah, I'll read, I'll read the chapter and then we can just, well, not the whole chapter, but I'll read because yeah. um, it's 10 through 31. So I'll read it real quick. It's Proverbs 31, starting with verse 10. Mm -hmm. A wife of noble character who can find she is worth far more than rubies. Her husband has full confidence in her and lacks nothing of value. She brings him good, not harm all the days of her life. She selects his wool and flax and works with eager hands. Mm. She is like merchant ships, bringing her food from afar. She gets up while it's still night. She provides food for her family and portions for her female servants. She considers a field and buys it. Out of her earnings, she plants a vineyard. She sets out about her work vigorously. Her arms are strong for the tasks. She sees that her trading is profitable and her lamp does not go out at night. In her hand, she holds the distaff and grabs the spindle with her fingers. She opens her arms to the poor and extends her hands to the needy. 
When it snows, she has no fear for her household, for all of them are clothed in scarlet. She makes coverings for her bed. She is clothed in fine linen and purple. Her husband is respected at the city gate where he takes his seat among the elders of the land. She makes linen garments and sells them and supplies the merchants with sashes. Mm -hmm. She's clothed with strength and dignity. She can laugh at the days to come. She speaks with wisdom and faithful instruction is on her tongue. She watches over the affairs of her household. And does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children arise and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praises her. Many women do noble, noble things, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Honor her for all that her hands have done and let her works bring her praise at the city gate. Wow. This is uh, very, you know, scripture is very applicable. Absolutely. And you don't see. In context, we're talking about a wife right. here, a woman. Yeah. Um, many women with those qualities. Right. And, and we're going to talk about yeah. them. We're going to talk about some of the virtues. Um, I did find uh, this. The virtues that I'm going to point out was were in an article that I'll link to. Um, it's found in a virtuouswoman.org, 10 mm-hmm. virtues of the Prover- Proverbs 31 woman. So we're going to look at that and just kind of talk together about them. Well, you know, the first thing though is the you know you know who wrote this proverb? Um, some people wonder. I think it was Solomon. I think you think it was Solomon as well. Well, it's it's written to King Lemuel. Okay. And most people, the Jews have a tradition that this was Solomon, right? Written by his mother Bathsheba. Okay. Warning him about things that can get him in trouble. And, you know, in in the context that you're talking about, Mm -hmm. the type of woman that would Mm -hmm. be best for him to marry. Oh, yeah. So they think Bathsheba may have written it. Well, possibly it it was written in a caustic form, which acrostic form, which means that it was written uh, in kind of the Hebrew alphabet so that it could be memorized for people. Oh, cool. So it probably was taught to him. Yeah. Uh, by his mother. Okay. And he remembered it and, and integrated it into the the, the uh, oh, Proverbs. Oh, that's really cool. I didn't, I've yeah. never heard that. Well, some people think that it was not Solomon. It, well, so, Lebuel means uh, belonging to God. Okay. And, uh, but even if it was, it, it would have been a king, probably a pagan king that became a believer. Oh. Uh, from a godly mom. All right. But I, I tend to take the view of the Jewish tradition that it's yeah, Solomon. I like that. Yeah. I, I think I'll take that view too. Where do you want to start here? Well, let's look at um, some of the virtues and we can okay. just discuss them a little bit. Sure. Um, the first, first one I can't talk today is faith. Mm-hmm. Um, she is a faithful woman. She's a woman that serves God with all that is in her. And she loves him and she wants to treat others with that love, and she's sharing Jesus with the people around her. Yeah. Virtuous character. Right. Yeah, y- very know, important. You know, our our society does not per- perceive or no. does not uh, uh, really honor no. a woman of virtuous character anymore. No, no. I mean, like you and I, um, our parents were older, uh, when they had us and, uh, your mom was a homemaker. My mom was a homemaker. Um, you know, 
kind of that generation that we grew up in is not really around anymore. No. It's really not. Um, you know, unfortunately, financially, a lot of times, you know, women can't be homemakers only. They, I mean, some, some are and some want to be and some just can't because of the financial world that we're in today. Um, so our world is definitely different than how you and I grew up. Oh, yeah. I mean, today, the ideal woman is a feminist. Right. Uh, that really is uh, loud, mm-hmm. um, you know, rambunctious, maybe right. rebellious, yeah, free spirited, yeah, with no real uh, focus on on God, right, and walking in faith. No true essence of character. No true essence of character, yeah. and and that's really sad because we need faithful women in our world today to to serve other to serve god you know i mean because this woman this virtuous woman that's being talked about in proverbs 31 served god and she served others and this is for solomon or for the person that that uh, is being talked to here right about the type of woman that she wants her son to marry yeah absolutely So, you know, those of you out there, men that are not married yet, looking for a woman, live for somebody that's going to love Jesus more than she loves you. Because if she loves Jesus, she'll definitely love you and she'll love you in the right way. So you need to be looking for that. Another thing about uh, the Proverbs 31 woman, she was faithful. She Mm -hmm. loved her husband. She was faithful to him. Uh, didn't look at anybody else, didn't talk about anybody else. She was faithful to him. And you, unfortunately, again, don't find faithful women and men in today's world at all. Well, if you're living, we're living in a society where we're teaching our kids and indoctrinating them mm-hmm. uh, with evolution that we evolved from some, uh, some, I don't know what they say nowadays, from a yeah. rock. Right depends on who you talk to yeah and if we're if we're an accident if we don't have a if we're not fearfully and wonderfully made mm-hmm. in the image of god and if there's not a purpose right then we we basically act like that yeah true and we behave like that mm-hmm. uh, like there's no god right and and there just are not the faithful marriages and and you know marriage is a covenant and it should not be broken except for death and, you know, many marriage ceremonies now, they take out that phrase, till death do you part, because they know that they're not going to stay together, which is awful. You know, you can't start out a marriage saying it's going to be doomed to fail. Mm-hmm. You just can't do that. That's just wrong. And you need to be faithful to each other. And that's so important. And this Proverbs 31 woman was. She was faithful to her husband. So there's the virtuous aspect of where she's walking in faith yeah. in the fear of the Lord. Right. With integrity and yes. fear of God. Yes. And she's also walking by faith, not by sight. Absolutely. Uh, you know, this is kind of like Deborah, right? And in, in, yes. uh, the judges. Yes. Uh, yes. Esther. Yeah. Ruth. Absolutely. Mary. Mary. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. Definitely. I mean, we went to a wedding one time and instead of saying until death do you part, they said something about, well, as long as it lasts. And that is just ridiculous. You know, as a Christian in yeah. a church. Right. 
I wanted to stand up and just correct the guy. I know, right? I thought that was very, very unacceptable, uh, heretical. <laughs> yeah, I would even say. Well, I agree. You know, blasphemous to God. Yeah, we both looked at each other like, did he just say what we think he said? Um, Awful. Um, another aspect, uh, virtue of the virtuous woman, is she loves her children, and she yeah. is a loving mother, and her children honor her, and she honors them. And, you know, that's not to say that she was perfect. I'm sure that there were squabbles. I'm sure there were times where she messed up because we all do. Mm-hmm. But she is a woman that is training her children in the Bible, in God's word, in how to become, be a Christian and how to serve Christ. And that's so important. That's so important for mothers to and fathers, of course, to teach their children about God. So what you're saying here so far is she needs to be a a person that fears God and Mm -hmm. virtuous and walks in the fear and admonition of the Lord. Yeah. And she needs to walk by faith, not by sight. And she's faithful. Right. To her husband Mm -hmm. and to those around her. And she's also loving and caring and nurturing to her children. You got it. I'm pretty, you know, every now and then I can remember things. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Another thing is she is healthy. She takes care of her physical, her mental and her spiritual health. Yeah. Um, And, you know, spiritual health is very important. And you and I have been doing pretty, pretty, we've been doing better lately with our physical health. I know sometimes, you know, I come from a bigger stock. And, um, but you know, we've been working out, we feel so much better and it, that helps your mental and it helps your spiritual health when you're trying to be more physically healthy. Don't you feel? Oh yeah. I like to row and I like to get on there and listen to a sermon or or music. Yeah. Praise the Lord while I'm doing it. And I think, uh, kind of our physical health. Mm-hmm. Uh, is kind of a reflection to some degree of our spiritual health. Right. Uh, it puts us in a better mindset yeah. so we can be more mentally healthy and more spiritually healthy. And so, yeah, it's it's important, um, you know, to, to be that way. And that's how this Proverbs 31 woman was. Mm. Another thing is service. Um, she served others. You know, in today's world, we want to be served. We don't like to serve. Yes. Uh, servant leadership is a thing of the past. It's basically what can you do for me instead of what can I do? How can I help you? And and that is so unfortunate because, uh, you know, as Christians, we need to be able to jump in there with others and, and help them in with their problems. And we need to love them and be kind to them. And uh, this is what this woman was like. And that's what we need to train our children to be like, to serve others and to love others. Not to be a doormat, Mm -hmm. but to serve others with the love of Christ. It's very important. Yeah, that's good. Very important. Um, Another one is stewardship. She's a wise steward of the gifts God has given her. Mm. And that's very important. Um, You need to be a good steward, of course, with your money and with your time. Um, and you know, electronics nowadays, a lot of times, and I, I will admit, I get caught up in it too. You're sitting there scrolling on your phone. All of a sudden it's been hours and you're like, what have I even done today? So we need to be a steward of our time with our electronics as well and be careful and not let other things come in between us and God and between each other. 
I think that's a hundred percent correct. Yeah, and I, you know, it says uh, there's it says something else in the the proverb that you read about uh, the virtuous woman mm-hmm. being more precious than rubies. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, I think it's even we could put diamonds now. I mean, definitely. Uh, now I like rubies, but yeah, yeah diamonds. It's too. very yeah. difficult. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's we we've got to be good stewards of what God has given to us. Um, she's also industrious. Uh, she industrious. works with her hands. She doesn't grumble about the things she has to do, but she gets her work done. She knows what needs to be done. She gets it done, and she teaches her children how to do the same. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, it. it uh, so she's not a sluggard. No, Mm-mm. she's not. She's not even uh, boring as some people picture mm-hmm. uh, Christians, right. uh, Christian families, no, and, we have you fun. know, where she's kind of isolated right. And, right. and dry, mm-hmm. but she's, she's involved. Right. She's proactive. Definitely. And, and she's serving others. Yes. And participate in a participatory, a participatory manner. Very well. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Very true. She's also a good manager of her home. She's mm-hmm. a homemaker. You know, people want to come to her home. People, feel her warmth and her love when they come to her home and she uses hospitality. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've been guilty in the past of not being hospitable because I was worried, well, what are people going to think about my house and what are, I'm not the most clean person in the world. And we can't be like that. We need to offer our warmth and our love and our hospitality, no matter if there's dog hair all over the floor, you know, mm-hmm. we've got to be hospitable because in doing that, we are serving God. We're, we're offering Christ to the people around us. It's true. So, and, yeah. and I, you know, I in the past have been that way and it's not a good place to be because, you know, when, when I go into somebody's house, I'm just excited to see them. I'm not even looking at stuff. That's true. You know, so we need to be hospitable. We don't, we need to, of course, you know, do our best to all work together to have a, a good home, but we need to be hospitable to those around us and be warm and kind. And of course, loving and showing them Jesus. Mm. Time number nine time. She spends time on what is good. She's, she's wise about her time. She doesn't sit around on her phone for hours. <laughs> she doesn't? She doesn't, yeah, go on QVC and, and spend a bunch of money. She spends her time in what is good. And you know what? I think the best time, well, number one, spending time with God. Yes. And number two, spending time with family. Yes. And number three, spending time with friends. And Absolutely. Those minister to. Absolutely. Those are very valid ways to spend our time. And we, of course, need to spend that time with God first so we can do those other things. It needs to be important. Something I've been doing lately is I'm, I'm reading through the Bible this year, and I like to listen to it. I like to listen to it and read it at the same time. That's pretty interesting. And because yeah. I'm not an auditory person. I'm more of a, ver- ver- a visual person. Ver- verbal. Verbal. <laughs> yeah, visual. And uh, so that's really been cool to me to listen and read along with it. Yeah. And um, yeah. So, I like it. Yeah. Yeah. And the last one I have, and then of course you can throw in whatever you have is beauty. She's creative and she is beautiful. And it's not just, you know, I really feel like beauty comes from inside. If we're full of Christ, we're going to be beautiful. We're going to be handsome. Um, and, and 
if we're reading God's word, if we're spending that time with him, that's going to create a glow inside us that, ex- that extends to others. You know, when I was younger, mm-hmm. like uh, like teen- teenager and right. 20s, yeah. you know, of course, I wasn't a believer. But I think right. even if I was, there's a temptation to look at a woman by her looks. Alone. Right. Yeah. And I think that is precarious. It is. In that. You know, really, that is just the shell it is. of who the person is. Yeah. And, you know, that's why it says uh, a woman who fears the Lord, you know, mm-hmm. beauty is deceitful. Yeah. Uh, beauty is passing. Charm is deceitful. But a woman who fears the Lord shall be praised. Absolutely. Uh, I think that my wisdom to give young younger folks is right. to look into the heart. Mm-hmm. Of the per of the the woman right. or man in right. the context, yeah, um, and understand and fall in love with their soul. That's important. Yeah, that's important because you and I both know you, we're we're gonna age. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, gonna get some wrinkles. Gonna you know the hair's gonna turn gray. But if we are loving each other for who we are in Jesus, if we're loving each other's soul, you know, it's not gonna matter. Mm-hmm. You're gonna see that person's heart. You're going to see that person's soul because, you know, you and I both have seen people that are just, you know, handsome, beautiful. And then we find out they're how ugly. they really are. And then they're ugly. like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. Why did I think that person was handsome? Or why did I think that person was pretty? Because their heart is just dark. Yeah. So it's important to to be to be cleaned up and beautiful on the inside. So you'll be beautiful on the outside. You know, the definition here of the fear of the Lord means, in part, living according to the wisdom revealed in this book, the Bible. Uh, the woman's itemized, self-sacrificing activities for others exemplify the fear of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So no woman can be 100% all of these all the time. They can't? No. Okay. But we all can strive to be the person that God wants us to be. And growing close to him will help us to carry that out. And I would even also say that um, this is this all goes back to making Jesus the center of your life. Yes. Yes. Being in love with Jesus. And right. when you get married or you're courting, mm-hmm. you want someone who's going to love Jesus. Well, you know, when we when first date we went on, I, I told God, I said, God, if this is a person for me, then at the end of the day, he's going to ask if we can pray. And you did. Yeah. You know, and, and that was so important to me. I think so many people uh, put other things ahead of that. And if you find somebody that loves Jesus, what else can you ask for? We need to go deeper yeah. and not be so shallow. Right. Um, right. And look beyond. Mm-hmm. Of course, really, you can't go beyond unless you know Christ, Definitely. that you believe he died and rose from the dead. Right. Uh, and have that knowledge mm-hmm. uh, and that relationship mm-hmm. uh, with Jesus. Definitely. And this can help us remember that. God can take our mess, turn it to a message for his glory, for your good. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great day. Goodbye.